0: Welcome to Thursday's show. Good morning, studio. Morning. Morning. Over on the phone is Amelia in Kansas.
1: So I heard you guys played Walker Hayes, his Fancy Like song, Mm -hmm. and that is not country to me. So I was curious because I don't have like music background or anything, but is there like specifications that makes a song a certain genre or can someone just randomly like rap something and then say, oh,
0: this is country. Well, Johnny Cash used to do similar things where he would speak songs and kind of like rap songs too. I mean, it wasn't called rap then, but, and people would say the same thing to Johnny Cash. Now I'm not comparing Walker Hayes to Johnny Cash, but I think that song probably, um, Walker's a country artist, and I think that's more of the message of the song. Like, hey, we're going to go out and have a fancy night out, but our fancy isn't like big city fancy. It's fancy like Applebee's on a date night. So, to me, country music is all about a message. It's not about someone going, well, that ain't country. Because at one point, the drums were said not to be country. At one point, putting an amplifier on a steel guitar was said not to be country. Waylon Jennings was told he was too flashy to be country. So, every generation, Garth Brooks was told because his, you know, inspirations for a stage show were were people like Journey, were people like... Billy Joel. that, That that wasn't country. So the only thing that stays consistent are people going, well, that's not country to me. <laughs> but if it wasn't for these people, it would it would still be the same as it was generationally. And let's be honest, country music came over from two places, Europe and Africa. That's where it came from. And I guess that's the only thing, if you're going to go, that's country, that that's country. Even before it became hillbilly music, and, and they had hillbilly charts. Like they were told, my only point is, there, anyone that goes, that's not country to me, I look at it and go, well, then you don't know enough about country music to know that this has constantly been a struggle inside of country music. And the people that you consider country, Hank Williams Jr., at one point, he was too rock and roll to be country. So I can understand, what the, I can understand you hearing a song and going, well, that doesn't match what I was taught was country. I think that's a fair thing to say. But for anyone to just go, that ain't country, I feel like that ain't educated so that would be my answer to that. Okay. <laughs> she didn't like that. But, no, no, but I think it's fair to go, how I was raised, this sounds different than what I was taught uh-huh. was country. I think that's absolutely fair.
2: Yeah, I think that's kind of what she's saying. And she was just curious and she's wanting to learn. Mm-hmm. Like, it, yeah, to make it onto country radio, she's like, "Are there is there a specification, like a list of things you have to check off no, to hit the airwaves?
0: there is not. There has to be a message that people identify with and a melody that people can sing back and it kind of has to have a record label behind it. There's just a lot of nuance involved in how us, but that song is country because of the message of the song. It's like, hey, look, we're not some, you know, rich, um, privileged group of people. We go to Applebee's and that's fancy for us and it's awesome and we love it. And I think that's what, that, that message represents a lot of rural America. So that's what I would say, Amelia.
1: Well, I agree with that. <laughs> I agree with the message part. I just really didn't know about the if there were specifications or not.
0: There are There's not like a a, a checkbox. If there was, nothing would ever move forward. There'd be no progression ever. And sometimes things move in the wrong directions and, and they get checked back. And it's like, oh, well, that definitely wasn't it. Let's go a different direction. Um, so but thank you for your call. Get me fired up here early in the morning. I appreciate that. (laughs) It is time to open up that mailbag.
3: You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's mailbag.
0: Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. My brother recently passed away, and he had a girlfriend that he had given one of my late grandmother's rings to. I've asked for her to return it since it's a family heirloom. So far, she just ignored my requests. This is not an engagement ring. My brother does not have a child with this person, so there is no family for her to continue to pass the ring down to. What is your advice? Ask again? Make a public Facebook post about it? Keep going. Or perhaps legal action? (laughs) I've tried to handle the situation maturely. I would like to continue to do so, but need your help. Thanks. Sincerely, a ticked-off sister. Well, you gasped, so I'll let well, you go first.
2: I gasped at the public Facebook post because I don't it's a, it's think— a method. I don't think that's the route that you go. Unfortunately, your brother gave her that, and I understand that it's special to you, and I hope that, yes, the right—I don't know what the right thing here to do is, but the right thing maybe for your family and for comfort is to have that ring back, and I hope that you eventually get that by Mature Methods. But at the end of the day, she she does not have to return that ring. It was a gift to her from your brother, and he passed away. And she may want to hold on to that because that's something he gave her. So, mm.
0: yes, if he was extremely special to her and and he gave her something, I can understand her not wanting to give that ring up, regardless of what it meant to the family. I don't think legally you're going to get it back. No. Because that was a gift from him to her. I don't think shaming her is the way to go. No. I think for the most part, you're probably just not going to get the ring back. I would ask and then I would offer with the same ask in mind and go, hey, I know I gave you that ring and if you want to keep it because that means so much to you, I fully understand. But I'd like to tell you the story about this ring. Tell the story and then say, I would also like to offer you X dollar amount (gasps) Mm. because you've got to incentivize it a little bit more than just... This is the value because I feel like you've already. She's already told her the value. Yeah, and she didn't get the ring back. So there's got to be some other incentive. Maybe it's you can get. You have something else of his. She wants.
2: That's what I was thinking. Not. If she takes money for that, then I'm going to be like. Well, she oh, could be broke.
0: Literally, she could. Have, that,
2: then I'm taking it to Facebook. I'm <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> but that's wrong.
0: Okay, my point is mm-hmm. there needs to be some incentive other than just the story. Yeah,
2: something else sentimental from the brother.
0: Like, would love for you to have this, but this ring actually represents so-and-so. Yeah. If you just tell the story again, you're going to get the same answer again. But if you tell the story and incentivize it by going, I can also get you this, I think there's a chance she listens. Mm -hmm. Facebook shaming, not the way to go. (laughs)
2: Mm-mm. That I think she even mentioned in the let in the email she's been mature so far. Let's keep it that way.
0: <laughs> well, she said so far, so that scares me. <laughs> Lunchbox,
4: right. listen, if she's not going to give you the ring back, you got to go Facebook shaming. You got to put her on blast, put her on front street, let everybody know that she is keeping a family heirloom and You'll she's never not get it part... back.
0: Then ever.
2: It's not shaming her though because she's actually not doing anything wrong. Mm-hmm. It was a gift.
0: Her deceased yeah. boyfriend gave her a gift that was very important to him.
2: Yeah,
4: like. Yeah, but she's going to move on and find other boyfriends, and that family is not going to have another family heirloom. So give the ring back. I well, understand you have that boyfriend was special, but he he passed away.
0: You're not going to be in that family forever. So I think we all agree that the boyfriend was special. Obviously, that she should give the ring back if she feels like.
2: And I guess the grandma not. gave it to the son, the the, the boy that died. And so it was up
0: to him. Break into her house. To do it. Oh, you could do that. (laughs) At midnight, take the ring. Tell her the story. Somehow incentivize her. That's the best way. Or otherwise, you're just not going to get it. What you could do is you could also play the waiting game. When she does meet somebody else and get engaged, I think probably then, after some time has passed, she would be more willing to get rid of that ring as well. Because it will not be the one person that just passed away that was the love of her life. Right. She may find a new love so there's also some patience that you can hold on to for just a bit you know? That's what we have for you sorry it's not an easy fix that's the mailbag, close it up We got your email and we read it
3: on the air, now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag Yeah.
0: If you want to email us, Morgan what do they do?
2: Mailbag at bobbybones.com (laughs) Bobbybones
0: On yesterday's show, we talked about Eddie taking a journal home from church, and you were supposed to journal what exactly? Oh, just kind of follow around the Bible, or
5: whatever everyone else is studying, and then you just write notes on how the Bible kind of relates to your life. And instead, you wrote? Uh, fantasy football players that I was watching, yeah. just that I wanted to remember and kind of keep in my mind as the season went on. So we talked
0: about it, and Eddie said, is that sacrilegious? Amy, you talked to your pastor. Yes,
2: yes. And I said, I told him what Eddie had done, and I asked if it was sacrilegious. And he said, tell him I used my journal for a grocery list the other
5: day. Hey, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> so?
2: So, I guess we concluded, like, pastors are just like us.
5: <laughs> but, Amy, your pastor is also one that came up with the journal idea, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so that's good. It's actually his idea, so he, he says
0: I'm okay. What have you learned from this?
5: Uh, well that it's okay to use your journal for other things but maybe just kind of focus on what it's really meant for
0: yes how about that good for you I'll take that Okay. (laughs) good learning lesson (laughs) you guys are leaving us lots of voicemails we appreciate that you know that kid we talked about we've done it twice that he builds like a stand and he sells and he saves part for college and then gives part to St. Jude Yeah. you know that kid he called and left us a
3: voicemail Oh, thank you for giving me a shout out twice this year I wanted to reach my goal 30,000 for St. Jude so I gave Fifty percent to St. Jude instead of 30%. Bye, Bobby. Bye, Bobby and friends.
0: Look at that kid. That's him, That's huh? him. <laughs> That's the kid who's done that. Uh, here's another one. This is regarding Dancing with the Stars this season.
3: Hey, Bobby. I was just watching last night Dancing with the Stars, and
1: I saw that you were in the opening promo, not once, but twice, and you had a sticking part. Way to go. You are awesome for winning that
3: show. woo woo yeah
0: I oh. didn't see the promo I don't know what's happening so, they asked if they could put me in it and it was a part when I fell down I'm like the joke because <laughs> I'm the guy who won it that didn't really know what he was doing so but that's cool they're using me I guess
2: oh so it wasn't something you taped recently mm-hmm. I it's taped like anything. old
0: old footage, footage. they just mm-hmm. oh, of, okay. la- of the season that I won because I think this is like the 20th year or something 30th 30th season oh wow 30th Whoa. season and
5: you made the reel? Well, I won. Well, I get yeah, it. Yeah, ch- he's guys, a winner. we changed the rules of that whole show. <laughs> right, right. Totally. It was such a miracle that you won. They probably look at that as like when somebody who never expected to win the Super Bowl
0: won the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Well.
2: He- yeah, when they called your <laughs> name, that, that's no. one of no, my- No, that
0: would be like a basketball team winning the Super okay. Bowl. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's one of my top memories like of, you know, show things that we get to do like really cool life moments because I think we were all like, what? It's yeah. like freaked out. It was one of the coolest times ever.
0: And I haven't watched- I watched Jimmy's dance, and they rated him really low, so I'm really... I've been talking to him a little bit, just kind of, you know, how you feeling? Because it's its overwhelming, mentally. Your,
2: your first dance, were you rated low?
0: Yeah, the, one, yeah. Of, one of the lowest. And there we go. So, and then I fell
3: down at the end of it. There's That's hope.
0: still hope. Yeah. Oh, of course. All I told Jimmy is, just be faster than the slowest person. All you have to do is not be last yeah, and just keep lose. moving along because you get better as you go. If you're being chased by a lion in the woods, you and some friends, you don't got to be the fastest of the friends. Hmm. Just don't be the slowest. Slowest gets eaten. Oh. And the Karate Kid old guy is going to get eaten first. That's good advice. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't tell him that last part. <laughs> right?
2: yeah. Bobby Boneship. The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan Number Two's 30 Second Skinny. Raylan released a collaboration with Mitchell Tenpenny. The song is called Get That All The Time. Here's the clip. They don't need to it. Give me
4: a I know that you could have anyone in here tonight. But you be better.
2: C. Musgraves will be performing on Saturday Night Live. It will be on October 2nd on NBC with actor Owen Wilson hosting the show. Carly Pierce has some choice words for whoever stole the sign welcoming fans to her hometown of Taylor Mill, Kentucky. If I ever figure out who did this, I will put them on blast because it is wrong. I will give you tickets. I will give you a large photo of me for your bedroom if that's what you need. But don't steal from my damn hometown, <laughs> I'm getting mad. I'm Morgan number two. That's your skinny.
3: It's time for the good news. With Amy.
1: Tell me something good.
2: Okay, so there's this 21-year-old student at Pennsylvania University. She happens to be a mom as well, and she contacted her professor and said, hey, I'm going to have to miss class today because I can't find a babysitter for my son. And the professor, Dr. Dix, said, nope, I'm not going to have one of my students miss a class because they have no one to watch their child. It's not an option for me. So she had the student bring in the son, and she held him during the class.
0: I love these stories because the teachers are holding a baby and it's cool, but sometimes I wonder if it's a teacher calling the bluff. Like, oh, you can't come? Just Ooh. bring the kid in. Oh. oh. you want to say you can't come in? <laughs> mm-hmm. Why don't you just bring that? And so the, then the called has to call the babysitter and be like, I, sorry, you can't work today. I got to take her in now. <laughs> but I do like <laughs> it when a teacher does that. That's pretty cool. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Let's play Amy versus Lunchbox. Amy gets questions that Lunchbox would know the answer to, and then... Opposite. Amy, if you win, you're the champion. Okay. You're up for it, too. Here we go. Question number one. We were talking about Dancing with the Stars earlier. Iman Shumpert is a cast member on this season's Dancing with the Stars. What professional sport does he play? Football. Incorrect. Oh, sorry. It's incorrect. Yeah. Lunchbox? Basketball. Basketball's correct. Yeah. It's tough. It, was a, it is a
2: toss-up. Yeah. It's either basketball or football.
0: Jager bombs are typically made with a shot of Jägermeister in which energy drink? Oh, Red Bull. Correct.
2: Yeah. I used to dabble.
0: I used to drink those like they were candy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh.
4: They taste good? They are so good. <laughs> Delicious. Right. Oh, I'd have at least five or six a night. Oh, my. Oh, wow. That's a
0: lot. Oh, my. Oh, my. I <laughs> out. Oh uh, in V6 and V8, what do the numbers refer to?
2: Vroom, vroom.
0: In a V six and a V eight, what do those numbers refer to?
2: Engine power. That's the engine power. That's the oh cylinders. Six cylinder, eight That's cylinder. Correct. Yeah. Cause I I I had a Mustang.
0: I was going to Mike for if you would accept engine power, but then you said cylinders. Okay. Uh you got two? Thank you. Nice job. Lunchbox stole one. Lunchbox. Yep. You ready for your questions? I'm ready, baby. <laughs> Call him <them> baby. Baby. <laughs> <laughs> Question number one. That was weird. What's the number <laughs> associated with Chanel's most famous perfume? Uh, Chanel number nine. Ooh. <laughs> Incorrect. Oh, what? Oh, wow.
5: I thought it was nine.
0: Hey, me too. <laughs> what is it?
2: It's Chanel number five.
0: Five. Oh. I would have guessed nine too. Oh. Lunch bikes, well, you need this to stay in the game. I
4: know, baby. <laughs> so. I'm just going to go with baby since I started with it. I'm going to keep on. But you okay. missed one after yeah, you did that. I, I, I know. That. Well, it was awkward I said it the first time, it. so I'm going uh, to keep with it. All right, babe.
0: Here we go. <laughs> no, no, no. Call me babe. No, Don't do that. What shape is a princess cut diamond?
3: Hmm.
0: What shape is a princess cut diamond? Yeah. Why prin- are you winking at me? Princess okay. oval.
2: I think oval is oval, but...
0: Well, I mean... What do you think a princess is in?
2: I think it's like a rectangle or something. It's a square. Okay. Yeah.
0: No, is a
2: rectangle a square?
0: No. No. They're no. two different things. <laughs> no.
2: right. Can we Google that?
0: Yeah, I guarantee it. It's a square. No,
2: I know that a rectangle is not actually a square, but can we Google if princess cut falls into the rectangle?
0: Well, the shape is a square on my page, okay. so that means you're going to win the contest. All right. We can... Mike, you can look that up real quick. But what's another name for an emery board lunchbox? Oh, emery board,
4: emery board, <laughs> emery board, um, uh, vision
0: board. Amy, it's a nail file. It's a nail file. That's correct. Oh, I knew that. And Mike, what would you think about a rectangle cut? No, no data. That well, doesn't matter.
2: I know, but I need to know for future. This could pop up in easy I'll trivia. I tell you what.
0: Why don't you Google it after we're done with this game? <laughs> what'd you say, Mike? It has to really? stay square, yeah.
2: Oh, bummer. Yellow okay. card for arguing. But what? Right. But I still won. But Hit it. But you still
0: it. won. And not only does she win, she now wins the championship with wow. five wins. There she is. This is the big song you want to hear. Oh, it I
2: want to hear my song. Okay,
0: well, you will. This okay. is the big one, Amy. This is the big one. Like the parade, the ticker tape. Yeah. It's coming down over the Do I get a tiara? You. No, no that's no. easy trivia.
4: No. Oh. All you did was get a coin flip win. I mean.
0: Raymond, play her song for her. <laughs> Amy, you are the champion again. Thank you. You will hold that championship until... Next time. Next time. The headline is, Inside Dog the Bounty Hunter's intimate wedding to his sixth wife where drama unfolded because there was an anonymous threat to throw paint on his bride's dress. How did that threat come through? Uh, I don't know how it
4: came through. I don't know if it was an email or what, but they just said, just so you know, someone's going to come to that wedding and there's going to be paint thrown on the bride. And they believe... It's because him and his daughters are fighting. They weren't invited to the wedding because the daughters have accused him of cheating on Beth when she was in, on her deathbed.
0: Oh. They also either threatened or slashed tires. No, they, they slashed they tires, tires with the tires.
4: razor blades, like sliced the tires, and they what? threw some kind of smelly, odory powder
0: substance inside cars out in the parking lot. The wedding was intimate, says the story, filled with 100 of the couple's closest friends and family— It was in Colorado Springs. How old do you think Dog the Bounty Hunter is? 60. He's almost 70. 68 years old. Yeah, he looks really old. Yeah, but he's always looked really old. See, I just
2: thought that was sun damage.
0: That's true. Like,
2: I don't feel like he's that old. I just feel like his skin is leathery.
0: He wore a black tuxedo, kept his trademark shades on, while Francie, 52, wore a white dress. But drama surrounded the event as Dwayne Chapman beefed up security after an anonymous person threatened to throw paint on her wedding gown. Guests claimed their car tires had been slashed with razor blades. And then, like Lunchbox said, vandals had left a mysterious, pungent odor in cars. (laughs) (laughs) So what happened with, like, what's the deal with the kids? So the daughters were
4: not invited to the wedding because
0: they have been fighting
4: with a dog. I guess you call him Dog, the bounty hunter. Dwayne. Sorry. Dwayne Chapman. Yes, (laughs) Dog. Because they think that he was cheating on Beth
0: when she was going through, when she was going to right. her
4: death like when she was dying
0: we read this story in daily mail so if you guys want to see it and see some pictures it is great cra- i mean i'm just lucky we don't have any drama like this at our wedding i mean you don't you don't uh attract that kind of drama <laughs>
5: like that's not you but Dra- when you want to be-
0: attract drama yes yeah, like dogs true. that
5: probably attracts like it's, it's supposed to happen
4: i would love say? to be a guest at a wedding like that yeah, <laughs> you don't yeah. want it to be your
0: wedding but to be a guest at a wedding like that incredible I mean, dogs still, ro- I'm looking at pictures from the wedding. He's still rocking it, man. Is he I
5: think he still? looks better
0: now than he did five years ago. Mm-hmm. I don't know that he's ripped. I mean, he always looks like Jacked. I'm surprised you can be a bounty hunter and still be alive at 70. Like, that's one of those jobs where you feel like, yes. probably, probably not a long lifespan on somebody no, who's tracking down right. criminals, you know? Because something's bound to go wrong. You talk about a numbers game. <laughs> like, how many criminals can you track down before one shoots you? Right. Here's the question because it's been storming. Lately, where I live, where we all live, is it okay to order delivery during <laughs> a storm? Like, obviously, it's allowed, oh. but if it's like boom, gush, ah, do you feel bad if you order delivery sent to your house, Amy?
2: Okay. I thought at, the, I, at first I was like, oh, yeah, you're right. Like, why would I want to put somebody else in that weather? But someone, if they're willing to work during that hours, they need to make money, too. So they probably want the work. So I guess I'm OK with it.
0: That's where I fall. People got to work. Yeah. I had to work in a lot of situations that weren't, but I had to still pay the bills. Mm-hmm. So I do feel bad for them. And I tip a little more because they've gone through the crap to get there. But I still order the food. Overall, 45 percent of Americans say it's completely or somewhat acceptable to order delivery during a storm. More people though say it's not. What about a big snowstorm? Ooh. I still feel the same <laughs> way like people are out and they're ready to work, but I do feel worse for them. Man, I've never ever thought about this. Like never. Raining,
5: snowing, <laughs> sunny day, I I don't even think about like, "Ooh, should I order food?" Like it's
0: it I figure, figure it's fine all the time. I guess because I've had jobs that depended on the weather, like when I did maintenance on a golf course yeah. or I worked at the marina there were days we just couldn't work because it poured down rain so there were some days we just didn't get paid uh, depending on the job and what we had to do that day or they would go hey it's gonna storm don't even come in if we were already there they'd pay us if it started raining as we were there but it, sometimes they would call it and be like hey we don't need you today at the marina you don't have to move any boats You don't have to. it's gonna rain all day so we just wouldn't get paid mm. so maybe I think about it a little more because of that yeah probably so but again you probably don't think about it <laughs> unless you had a job that depends on the weather but I do think, I just tip them a little more. Yeah. Because they've been through some crap. And sometimes that delivery's a little slower, and it'll make you want to not tip as much because you're like, it was slower, but they've had to go through more. Right. All right, just a heads up there. The Here's
3: Amy's pile of stories.
2: So your iPhone could soon detect if you're depressed. Apple is working on technology to help diagnose mental health conditions by spotting key signs in how you use your smartphone.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. Like what you're searching for. I don't know, what else could they use? I don't know, how long you're on? I mean, I like, felt like I was on to something there. Body like, temperature, maybe, know. <laughs> who knows? Well, how long say, you're on? They, okay, that's interesting. They said it's... Well, the, then I'm very... Well, <laughs> I don't like where this is going, because I'm on all the time.
2: How, how many times do you think you check your phone today?
5: I, uh, Limitless. Okay. Infinity. I think he just did before we did this bit. I think it did during yeah, the bit, yeah. honestly,
0: to see.
2: I saw a headline that said, Americans check their phone 96 times a day.
0: I might check mine 50 times an hour. Whoa. Just to look at the time...
2: Is there a way you can tell that? I I would like for your phone to track it. Sort of like when people go into the club and they're like, click, two people, three people. Like, I want that tracker for you checking your phone because I am curious.
0: I'm not that curious because I don't like, you know, sometimes you don't want to ask questions because you don't want the answer. Because then it
2: might reveal some things going on. uh But I don't,
0: I hope that ends up working. I don't think that I have a mental health problem. Where I get in trouble sometimes is if Caitlin and I are having a good discussion about something. It's a serious discussion and I check a score. I get in trouble for that too. Oh, yeah, like if we're like good. really talking about something, I'm like, all right, thirteen to ten. That that always is like, Hey, can you not wait? And I can, but for some reason it's just a natural impulse to check. <laughs>
2: It's interesting to me how much sports affects you when it's live and happening. Like oh. at our iHeart Festival, like on Saturday during daytime, there was multiple games, and you were sitting there, like, freaking out because the internet wasn't connecting. Oh, you were like, like, don't I get me started. Your, they promised your, me good internet. Yeah, your demeanor changed. When I signed
0: my contract here three years ago, <laughs> you were betting on these games? Not all of them. No, but, but he was, was, promised, good but I was <laughs> promised good internet. That promised good internet at
2: Daytime Village. <laughs> you can't and do he, that. he needed it. I
0: was, yeah, it was. Scuba Steve ended up taking care of me at the end, but for a minute there, I got a little I dicey. I know, but that
2: part, I'm like, you might need to get some help with that, because we have to control those I emotions. I love two things. hmm
0: Well, three. Caitlin. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Good catch. Good catch. Sports and music. In that order. That's all. Next story, please.
2: Okay. Well, you and I Caitlin- I move her on, because so I'm starting to get upset. Speaking of you and Caitlin, y'all have been married, like, two months now, and- you had your wedding, you had all your bridesmaids, your groomsmen. What if, like, half of your bridal party or a lot of your bridal party had, you know, dropped out for whatever reason? Would you go to Facebook and have strangers come fill in your wedding party? No. Oh. Because one bride did that.
0: Yeah, no, no chance. We would I, just have two people. <laughs>
2: her name is Molly Knight, and bridesmaids dropped out of her wedding, and she turned to social media to find replacements. She said, anyone want to be a bridesmaid in my wedding in 67 days? And, Yeah. Kind of crazy that she chose to do that. Cole Swindell uh, paid tribute to his mom uh, with his song, You Should Be Here, during a performance in Boston over the weekend. You know, he actually wrote that song for his dad when he unexpectedly died in, in 2013. In
0: Boston, though. That's actually where he wrote that song, too, outside really? of Gillette Stadium.
2: Uh, so his dad, yeah, was working on a truck, fell on him unexpectedly died and now his mom has passed away and here's a clip of cole giving an emotional intro
4: on monday i lost my mom i'm sure a lot of you have heard thank you for all the messages thank you for the sign we had our service wednesday and i flew out because thomas rett said hey man take the weekend off go to our beach house just relax and i said there's no way i'm missing being up here in front of a crowd like this these people have my back this day one. and i can promise you my mama she wouldn't want me sitting at home. She would want me on stage in front of
0: a crowd like this, people who care, people who matter. That's mm. sad, lost his mom. Again, nice. just the irony there is he wrote that song right up in that town that wow. he's then performing it at. Yeah, there you go.
2: I am Amy, that's my mom
3: That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good.
4: A couple weeks ago, the Marion Military Institute in Alabama gets a phone call. Ring, 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 ring. It's a former student. Hey, I graduated back in 1969. I was wondering if you have a yearbook from 1969 I could get. And they're like, sorry, we don't have one. Well, then an employee is at a thrift store a few weeks later. There's a box of yearbooks and a 1969 yearbook's there. (laughs) So they call him up and he's like, hey, I got the 1969 yearbook. And the guy goes... Good. I'm gonna make a donation so I can get that yearbook. Write him a check for one million dollars.
2: What? Holy crap!
0: His first time ever donating to the old school. Million bucks. What
2: in the world? That's
0: a twist. 1969. What happened in that year? Go.
2: Oh, moon.
0: UTSA was founded. We landed on the moon. (laughs) Don't know what that is. My school. My college. (laughs) No. Anybody else? 1969. Oh, Woodstock. Woodstock, Correct. Uh, in, in sports, what happened in 1969? Uh, Arkansas won no, the Arkansas one. No, national no, no. Joe Namath, oh. the Jets. They kept they they. they Broadway won Joe. Yeah, they won that Super Bowl. Then <laughs> no one expected them to win. All right. Uh, 69 was was big. The first um, Concord flight. Is that right? Yeah. 69 <laughs> was a massive year for. And then the, the UTSa
4: yearbook. was founded. Oh, okay, yes.
0: Okay, oh, there man. you go. That is what it's all about.
3: That was Tell Me Something Good.
0: What's happening, friends? Thank you for hanging out. We do the morning corny every day at this time. Amy brings us a corny joke. But on Thursdays, we try to figure out the joke. It's called the investigative corny. 90 seconds are up on the clock. Amy, are you ready with the question? Ready. Raymundo, are you ready with the timer? Ready. Let's go. The morning corny.
2: What did the carpenter say when he finished building his house?
0: What did the carpenter say when he finished building his house? Timer starts now. Carpenter. Level. Tools. All done? All done. Finished. 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 Gotta be finished. Cause it's a I finished. don't know, but it, I don't know. I think finished like paint, <laughs> but we, we thought it was something. I mean, that, that wouldn't have been funny either.
2: I mean, but... Finished.
5: <laughs> uh, I mean, she's laughing. She's What's laughing the joke? Like What's it. the question
2: again? What did the carpenter say when he finished building his house? Finished. Oh, oh, okay, finished. Like, but she already
5: used finished in the yeah. joke bones. Okay.
0: so. I know, I'm just pri- I'm just spitballing guys again. Finished. So it's like, like he's admiring done. it. Yeah, so I said done. There it is. Hammer. Hammered it. Nailed it! Nailed it! Nailed it. Nailed, it. Yeah. nailed it! Oh my gosh, that's so good! <laughs> See, we got there! See, that's how you spitball! <laughs> nailed it! <laughs> nailed it! And we have 30 seconds left. Oh man, wow. what are we going to talk about Dang. now? Wait, y'all are pretty confident? Uh, Yes. Yeah. 100%. That's pretty it. good. That's pretty good. Um, I'm on Instagram, Mr. Bobby Bones. <laughs> you can watch uh, Breaking Bobby Bones on Disney Plus, my TV show. Um,
2: when y'all promote yourself. Yeah, yeah. Eddie, anything <laughs> you want to say? We have well, 20 seconds. I mean, I'm, a, I'm
5: producer Eddie everywhere you go on yep. socials, so uh, you can do all that. Mm-hmm. Um, what else can we talk about?
0: Lunchbox? You want to pass over
4: to Lunchbox? Lunch? What <laughs> do you, you got? lunch? <laughs> hog it all the time? Uh, radio <laughs> Lunchbox on all the socials, and when you're done listening to the show, the Sore Losers, Ray, Eddie, and myself do a little podcast. Give us a listen. Thanks, guys. I think we nailed it. And that's time. Okay, <laughs> let's see what we got
0: here. <laughs> The Morning Corny. We're going Nailed It, right? Yes. <laughs> okay.
2: What did the carpenter say when he finished building his
0: house? What did the carpenter say when he finished building his house?
2: Nailed it. Boom. Yeah.
0: Come on. <laughs> Woo. Take us home. Here we go. Clear eyes. Full hearts. Can't <laughs> lose. Nice job. Nice <laughs> job. This woman says she found a tracking device behind the license plate of her car, and she has no idea how it got there. That's scary. Which, by the way, these tracking devices are so easy to get now. I have one on my dog. I've got one on my wallet. Like, you can go to the Apple store and just get a little dot, three of them for, like, 75 bucks. You can put them anywhere. Ooh. So it's not some super sophisticated thing to just track anything at this point. You know, we had a story, too, of a, of a cop who a guy was stealing a truck, and he just threw his phone in the back of the truck. Oh, yeah. Oh, to track and it. <laughs> <track> <laughs> and so they tracked phone. the phone back. So smart. smart. So I guess my only point is, yeah, this is creepy, but it's also pretty easy to do. If I wanted to track Amy, I could go to the Apple store, get one, put under the backseat mat in her SUV,
2: I could track her. I read though that with the, the Apple ones, if it's near an iPhone, like you'll get a, like I would, since I have an iPhone, I might, something might pop up on my phone saying connect tracker, like, or something. I don't know. I
0: just Ooh, read like a Bluetooth that, ha- that, that hasn't thing. happened with us.
2: Well, yeah, because you're, you're, maybe because it's registered under yeah. your name. Yeah, but you have I, to
0: register. You have to track them. Yes. Yeah,
2: so I think it's registered to you. I don't know. I just, some article that I read about like people being concerned about that, that they, I think Apple implemented something to where you'll get a notification if it's not registered to you. So that way you'll know if someone's tracking you. Hmm. I
0: you don't have, know. You have to kind of find it though, right? I got, yeah. Ashley Estrada, a small business owner in Los Angeles, was hanging out, and she got a notification, like you're talking about, on her, this is AirTag. And so, the notification had a play sound button on it. They pressed it, took her to the AirTag, which had been tracking her travel for hours and hours before that sound even happened. Whoa. Um, Here's a clip from her TikTok.
5: Look what I just found on my car. Tucked in. Tucked in right here. Literally every stop. I do not even own one of these.
0: And that's the AirTag. Yeah. So that's wow. what you read, but it's not like I guess instance. Someone yeah. can track you.
2: Yeah, I didn't know. Sometimes the mine will just
0: go off randomly. My wallet. Like here's oh, I'll show you how it's mine. Well.
5: Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's being used to track Here. someone else. Yes.
0: Wow. That's cool. This Looks is like- this is mine. And so it's not doing anything on my phone, obviously. But if I put it in my wallet, it'll walk me right to my wallet within one foot. That's crazy. Yeah, it's just so handy. And so I put it in my wallet in case I forget it somewhere, and voila. My dog likes to run out of the yard. I got her tracked on her collar. Voila. Stanley, my bulldog's too fat. We don't track him, because where's he going to go? Mm. He goes about 10 steps. <laughs> it takes a nap. And <laughs> over. <laughs> it's time to play the Bobby Feud. Let's go. 2,000 American adults were asked, Name the best... Family sit-down restaurant chain in America. Yes. Sit down. Okay. Let's see who wins the Bobby Feud. Pick a number one through 100, Amy. 40. Lunchbox. I'll say 52. Eddie? 21. The winner is? Come on. 44. Ooh, that's Lunchbox. Who's Who said 40? I, said, I did. Oh. oh, dang. The number is 44. Amy, you'll go first. Yay. Name the best. Family sit-down restaurant chain in America. There are 10 answers on the board. Okay. Applebee's. Show me Applebee's. Wait.
2: Whoa, whoa, whoa. The the song sensation across the country?
0: Fancy Like? Yes. Must have quizzed them before Fancy Like came out. Yeah.
2: Wow.
5: (laughs) Didn't
0: make the top ten. Lunchbox. Chili's. Show me Chili's. (laughs) Number eight. Get yourself eight points there, bud. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I will. I'll take it.
4: it. Buddy. Oh, you guys, you hungry for a steak? You're going to go on down, get some rolls and some peanuts at Texas Roadhouse. Interesting. Survey
2: says...
4: (laughs) Number seven. Wow. Big points. Yeah. Now, guys, you want a little Chinese food? You're going to go down the road, and you're going to see a P.F.
0: Chang's. Show me P.F. Chang's. What? What? Good guess. That's like... Delicious. That's
2: pretty nice. Lunchbox with 15 first round
5: points. Strong. Eddie, you're up. Alright, look. Where do you go for an Awesome Blossom?
1: Oh, you go to the go.
0: Outback! Good one. Hit me! Let's see Outback Steakhouse. Yeah! Good. Two points. Good, oh, that's good high get. Up Two there. Answer, yeah. right.
4: Good get.
5: Okay, okay. And then, you want a little bit of seafood? little
0: garlic butter rolls? Give me Red Lobster. Can we see Red Lobster? Wow. <laughs> Number nine. Whoa. Okay, okay. Here comes Eddie. Now I don't I'm in like trouble.
4: Uh, now yeah, I'm in no, trouble. That's, that's they like... asked
0: 2,000 American adults, what's the best family sit-down restaurant chain in America? Yes. Four answers are off the board. Uh. Outback, Texas Roadhouse, Chili's, and Red Lobster. There are six left. Eddie. Yes. I don't
5: know. So give me... Mexican food, and you're going to get that at... I don't know. Give me O'Charlie's.
3: <laughs> what?
2: That, that's I Irish? don't think that's
0: Mexican. Yeah. Okay. His answer is O'Charlie's. <laughs> Show me O'Charlie's. Oh. oh I kind of punted that. <laughs> All right. Round one of three uh, over. <laughs> for Mexican. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amy struggled first round.
2: I did. Well, yes. I thought Applebee's would be on there. Uh, IHOP.
0: Show me I IHOP. Wow, that's good really one, good. Amy. Number five. Good
2: one. Okay. Uh, Waffle House. Oh, that's not family. It's like late night.
0: No, it's not really. That's not. It's Show it. me Waffle House. <gasps> <gasps> Number that's 10. Up, Amy. 10 points. Amy's tied for the lead. What in the world? Why are you doing that?
2: Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, Denny's?
4: I Is like Denny's
2: it. on the board?
4: Wow. <laughs> on the right track. I mean, it was I mean. a good theme. Good theme. There are one, two, three, four answers left on the board. Yeah. Guys, you Lunchbox. ready for me to take the lead? Go ahead. It's called OG for short, but if you oh. put it together, it's Olive Garden.
0: Oh, that's so good.
1: Give
4: me
0: that salad. Give me that pasta. Show me Olive Garden. Woo! <laughs> three points. Three. Lunchbox takes the lead. Okay. Now I'm in trouble. There oh. are three answers left on the board. They asked 2,000 American adults, what's the best family-friendly sit-down restaurant chain in America?
4: Man, you guys like that steak? I like it, too. Give me Logan's. Let's see Logan's. Oh, I didn't think it was going to be on They You already got him in Texas.
0: I know, but I thought. But yeah. Eddie, three answers on the board. Number one, number four, and number six. You can still come back in this yeah. thing. Go yeah. ahead.
5: And as I was sitting there, I'm like, oh, my gosh, I got it. Give me TG. I
0: F Fridays It's no longer around. TGI Fridays. Stop I, TGI. I think it's been out of business nah. for about 20 years. Nah, nah, nah. Show me TGI Fridays. <laughs> it's it's, it's out not in business? <laughs> All right, last round. Lunchbox has 18 points. Come on, me! Amy with 15, Eddie with 11. Amy, you gotta have this. T- there are still 11 points on the board for you to get.
2: Wow. Family sit-down restaurant.
0: Number one answer still hasn't been...
2: I know. I know, which like, is crazy. Like, the world? Huh. Well, Golden Corral.
0: Show oh, me Golden good. Corral. Oh. Sorry, Amy, that was good. Amy's been eliminated. Lunchbox.
4: Man, I went Italian last time, and I think I'm going to go back to Italian, guys. And you guys are looking at me like, what could be Italian? Give me carabbas.
0: Ooh, show me carabbas. Carrabba. Oh. Oh. Hey, it was on my list, dude. It's everywhere you go! Eddie. I don't know. You're down seven points. There are 11 points on the board. 2,000 American adults were asked to name the best. (sighs) Family sit-down restaurant chains in America. The number one answer hasn't even been gotten yet. I know, it's it's crazy. I I can't even think of it.
5: So that's why I'm thinking.
0: There are three answers left. You gotta get at least two of them to win.
5: I only have one written down that's left that no one's touched. I purposely haven't touched it because I don't think it's that good, but it's all I got. Go ahead. So let's go with Shonies.
4: Okay, well, that was, I won. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Bones? That ain't on no, there. Bones, hit me with there.
0: Shoney's. Show me. Shonies. Uh, yeah. Uh, no. I mean, Eddie picked all the out of business. I you. mean, <laughs> hey, there's I a mean, Shonies. like, <laughs> how about Kmart? <laughs> Circuit I
5: would, City. I wouldn't have said that. <laughs>
0: Bells. Uh-huh. Uh, our winner is Lunchbox, yeah! everybody.
4: Everybody Everybody hands go up And they stay
0: there! And, and they, they stay, stay there! Eddie's got some Radio Shack over here. <laughs> it's not funny. Uh, your answers that did not get picked. Your number six answer was the Cheesecake Factory. Oh, oh yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. my
2: gosh. Ugh, we go there. So, I'm like, where do I eat? Where do I eat? Where do
0: I eat? The number four answer, uh. yum. Red, huh? Robin. Red, Red Robin. Red Robin. Yum. Oh. I don't ever see those. And the number one answer is my favorite of all of these. Hmm? Where would I go? Of all the chain restaurants. What's you go my... to
2: Olive Garden and Red Lobster?
0: Yeah. Not Red Lobster that often, occasionally, but Olive Garden, yes. Olive Garden. What's the one that I love the most? The what? The most. I love their chicken fried steak. The most. Oh Cracker Barrel! Cracker Barrel. Yeah, that's right. We are in the already one answer. Is I think
2: of Cracker Barrel. Literally, they're everywhere. <sighs> You can be on a road lunchbox, trip.
0: Lunchbox, congratulations. Thank There's you. There's your big you. winner. Lunchbox, everybody. We're talking about Lunchbox getting a massage, and he goes in takes all his clothes off, immediately gets butt naked, and is like, go ahead. And so we're like, man, we wouldn't do that. I leave my underwear on, if I ever get one.
2: Yeah, I leave my underwear on all the time.
0: Yes, underwear on. Morgan, what about you? Where do you stand on this?
1: No, I leave my underwear on.
0: Okay. Melinda, how are you? In Virginia, thank you for calling. What would you like to say?
1: So. Don't normally agree with lunchbox, but I am totally on his side with this. Okay, why so? So when I go get a massage, I strip naked. I mean, they have to get they have to get your lower back and your legs. How and you high can, are your underwear? Wait, <laughs> yes, your, your underwear. Like you pull them all the way goes. up to your chest.
4: Do you have a one piece swimsuit. <laughs> I know. I don't make fun of her just because <laughs> she
0: she does the right thing. <laughs> Yesterday, Lunchbox was talking about getting a massage, and as soon as he goes, takes all his clothes off, gets completely naked, because you were taught that early.
4: Yeah, they told me that it feels better when you're naked, and so that, you know. But you also
0: told us they left you and your wife in a room alone and said, you guys do what you want to do.
4: They did. Right, so. For like 45 minutes, and let's just say that needed some, like, we were in the jacuzzi, Mm -hmm. needed a lot of towels. So (laughs) Water everywhere, guys. Water everywhere.
5: Okay, Oh my goodness.
4: (laughs) You called. (laughs) Who to ask this question? I called. massage places cuz I wanted to know what is the like what do massage therapists prefer like what's the etiquette okay. and so that's what I did here we go call 1 thank you for calling me. how can I help you we're having a debate at work and I need you to be honest with me about massages okay so I okay. went and got a massage and I got buck naked you know what I mean fully nude naked under the sheets yeah. like rub me yeah, yeah. and they thought that was the most disgusting thing ever. And they said, Why don't you keep your underwear on? Like, I just want to know your honest opinion. Like, is it weird for people to get naked when they get the massage?
3: Absolutely not. 98% of people do.
4: So there is nothing weird about getting naked when you get a massage?
3: Nothing at all.
4: <laughs> Thank you. So, I, you're, what you're saying is, I'm right, and these other people are weird.
0: Okay, ninety eight percent can't a be. Active. That's That's what a she lie. said. No, she in said ninety eight percent.
2: Who gets naked in this room? Not, Not me.
0: me. All I said. I don't feel comfortable. Me with neither. it. I leave my underwear on. Yeah, me same.
2: Too. So I mean, uh, there's no way it's ninety eight percent of people. Okay,
0: but you can have that. Yeah. Are you a massage therapist? She is ninety eight percent. Here is one. A second call. <laughs> this is
4: i can going help you. Hi, How you doing today?
3: Doing well. What about yourself?
4: I'm doing great, except for my coworkers made fun of me, and so I need you to settle the debate. Okay? Can you help oh, me okay. out? Okay,
3: <laughs> Sure.
4: So I got a massage, and I told them that I got naked. So I'm calling you the expert. What is the proper thing to do?
3: Um, you undress to your comfortability level, but
4: sometimes
1: I do get <laughs>
4: full, uh, fully undressed. What do massage therapists prefer? Do they prefer... You to have your bottoms on or bottoms off? Off.
1: <laughs> because it, it allows them to work better. They're not... There's no... Um, especially if you wear, like, full boxers or, like, full panties, like, brief panties. They get in the way. You get lotion on them or oil on them. If you want glute work, it's harder to, to work your glue. So, Yeah.
4: Well, that is, hey, you know what? That makes me the winner! Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, but I mean, it's just
1: whatever the client's comfortable with. We don't tell anybody you have to take off your underwear.
4: Okay, well, I mean, you can have it. Thank you. No, no, I can have it. I've won. I mean, there was two. I mean, back to back. They How said do we know it.
0: those are the only two calls? And also you set him up with, I'm in argument. They're picking on me. Here's my
4: view. <laughs> He's the victim. Yes,
0: but okay.
4: <laughs> she said they prefer when you take bottoms off. Why do you call them bottoms? Yeah, who calls them bottoms? Uh, she called them
0: bottoms. Did I call them bottoms? I think really? yeah. you started them bottoms. with bottoms. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, whatever. I'm going to keep mine on. Like comfortable. Well then she's thing. not gonna be able to get in there and get your glutes and you're gonna get oil on there. I'm all good. <laughs> I'm all good with that. All right. But I appreciate you following through with that.
3: Yeah. Come on. It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Yeah, I hope it's something good.
5: Shout out to this group of truckers. Hit it ray. Yeah! From North Carolina. They put on the second annual Shining for St. Jude truck show where they have just a bunch of events and and a bunch of trucks, they show off, and they ended up raising $10,000 for St. Jude. And this Sorry, is just, I can't hear you over the horn. Hey, don't worry
0: about it. We're just driving down the road. Okay. So they, they raised a bunch of money for St.
5: Jude? $10,000 for St. Jude. This is only the second year, so they say they're going to keep on going, and maybe they can raise more.
0: And how do they... <laughs> <laughs>
5: can't hear you, Bones. What's that? How'd they raise the money? Oh, it's just a big truck show they put on with barbecue, and they bring all the rigs out, and they get to show off some of the coolest rigs in town. And... So it's
0: not all 18-wheelers. Or is it all Oh, is, yeah,
5: it's all truckers, baby.
0: Hit huh. it, Ray. <laughs> <laughs> you spend so much time inside of that truck, you know, when I did the episode of yeah. Breaking Bobby Bones. Like, it's like a small home in there. Like, you want to make it so you're comfortable. I would compare it to an office because you're in your office sometimes eight, nine, ten hours a day, and you want to, if you can, make it as comfortable, as home-feeling as you can. But the, the inside these trucks are the same way. Did yours have a little cabin in the back where you can uh, sleep? Oh, oh Yeah. Hey, duh, dude. Yeah. <laughs> did,
5: did you sleep in there? I did not. <laughs> okay.
0: But in pillows and colors and the steering wheel. That's cool. Yeah, it was all a thing. All right, that's what's up. That is what it's all about.
3: That was Tell Me Something Good.
0: What's happening, friends? Thank you guys so much for hanging out with us. It's time to go over and do the news.
3: Bobby's Big
0: Stories. Colorado contractor, can be seen destroying a newly finished bathroom with a sledgehammer, asking, Is somebody going to pay me? Ooh. Wow. (laughs) In a viral video. Well,
2: probably not anymore. (laughs) The
0: footage was captured by Amber Truck's neighbor, who tried to stop this guy from destroying the bathroom. Truck had already paid Dream Home Remodels of Colorado Springs $3,330 of a total of $7,555 owed for the project, according to invoices posted on Facebook. She said she wanted to examine the finished product to make sure water would run properly through the new fixtures before paying the difference. Watching it brings tears to my eyes, she told local outlets. Yeah. This is from Daily Mail where I'm seeing a lot of this posted here. It makes me scared. This is more than just trashing my bathroom. My sense of safety is gone. Here's a clip of the video of him destroying the bathroom
5: weeks into this. Thousands of dollars into this.
1: I do understand. I,
4: sir, sir, please stop. Please stop. Is somebody going to pay me? Sir, I'm just asking you to stop. It's not your house to destroy. It is my
5: property. This this is my property.
1: I have receipts for everything.
5: That oh. makes me uncomfortable. Hey, I think he's having a bad day. <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah, I mean he's got a lot going on.
5: Something else is happening this in is his deeper life. Than this
0: that. is more than the rest of it not getting paid right, right. now. Mm-hmm. Especially if they posted the receipts and said, Hey, we've got half of this paid. We do just literally want to see if it all works. If what we're reading is true, I feel like he's struggling right now in another part of his situation. For sure. But also just a bad business move by him too to go destroy yeah. it too. Now everybody
5: knows him and N- how he works.
0: Oh well, yeah, but now the, other he's out. Half of the money. Yeah,
2: right? it's like yes. And he then paid if I were her, I'd for the
0: rest of the money <laughs> back.
2: hmm Yeah, it's just unfortunate all around for everybody.
0: He reacted. He didn't respond. That's what we try to do. We try not to react. That's the, the lizard part of our brain.
2: I should teach him about angel taps. You
0: should teach me about angel taps.
2: Oh, you want to? Nope. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> later, please. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> not right now. <laughs> That is a crazy story, huh? Mm-hmm. And to hear the audio, it just, he just... Oh, man. Yeah, I know. He sounds have... mad, but he sounds sad. I
2: know. I feel for him.
0: And if this is in Colorado Springs, call us. We're on the air there. Him? I don't care. Be I cool, mean, be cool. But on the phone. I don't want to see him Right, right,
5: right. <laughs> Not with a sledgehammer.
0: Uh, sports fans become dangerous to their family life and job. According to a new study, in some cases, they found being a sports fan was an unhealthy addiction comparable to being an alcoholic. Researchers looked at fans and found the addiction affected their work and home life. They changed work schedules and weren't as involved with their families as they were in the off season because of games. I mean, this is me. Wow, this is me. I can sure. Say, I, here, let me just sign this right now. And hand yeah, it to Caitlin. That's you. All right, signed. So, do you Body. think you need to
2: seek help? No. No. Mm-hmm. No. Okay. You I just... like it.
0: <laughs> well, of course you yeah. Of course. I like it. I get in trouble. Mm-hmm. Not in trouble. I, I, am often told do you have to watch every game? And I say yes, and she goes, okay. Oh. Just asking. Mm. But I, there's no reason for me to stay up and watch Boise State and Oklahoma State play. But? But I needed to.
2: Okay, no, I think we need to get you in a program.
0: No, we, no, I I don't need to be in a program. I love it. I don't love many things, but I love sports. And I watch as many games as possible. And now that I can bet with DraftKings. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Yeah, gambling—not an addiction. It makes it that much. Well, no, I don't bet that much (laughs) in the weekend, but it makes it that much more fun. It's awesome.
2: Promo code bones. Um, You're right.
0: So, but but especially like non-gambling, like the Arkansas games. If we lose, I'm out. Like for the rest of the day, I'm disgusted. I'm gutted even. Yeah. And she's she's used to that because her family somewhat had her brother did that a little bit. She said, but I'm just like, ooh, like that crushes me when we lose. I don't even want to come to work on Monday. sometimes. (laughs) Uh, Finally, imagine going about your day when suddenly your house starts to shake so much that the windows rattle. A neighborhood in Phoenix is dealing with that, except it keeps repeating. City officials are now investigating the claims of shaking homes in the northwest neighborhood. Recorded videos have shown the homes vibrating for several minutes at a time. Nearby residents claim they have felt the shaking for years, but it's recently gotten stronger. City officials say no strange activities occurred. Um, no gas leak. They've now called in a consultant to figure out what's going on. Crazy. Any any guesses?
5: Are they blasting?
0: I think they would know that, right? Okay. Yeah, because it's the, something, like, the, even like... Yes. Yeah, they wouldn't Jack have to hammers. call in an
2: expert to figure Bro- that out.
0: Wrong answers only? What's the problem there? Uh, well, seen, aliens. Um, l- someone... with gas? Lunchbox, <laughs> lunchbox visits
5: sound? Somebody's farting.
2: <laughs> a sound system somewhere?
0: Oh, like an underground party?
2: <laughs> I don't know. Interesting. Like club down it's there? It's just weird
0: that the whole neighborhood is vibrating and they can't figure yeah. out why.
2: No, that would right. scary.
0: that's the news. Those were
3: Bobby's Big
0: Stories. Here's a call from Chris in Austin. Let's put them on real quick. Hey, Chris, how are you, man?
1: Doing all right. How's it going, Chow?
0: Doing pretty good. What can I do for you, bud?
1: Oh, no, just calling about that contractor destroying that shower. It's going around the pages here in Austin. And I own a construction company and remodel homes and specialize in bathrooms. And that man's work was deplorable. You mean before
0: he even destroyed
1: it? Before he destroyed it. The pictures that the customer posted, the tile was cut crooked. Everything was uneven. There's no way he was going to get paid anyway. Um, But now he's really, really going to get sued for all that nonsense.
0: So... Mm -hmm. It was just. What, but the, why would he tear it up, though? If it's bad, do you think he realized it Math uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> Drugs. Uh, that's not a, a a sound individual. In your opinion. Hey, say that. In my opinion. There you right? go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's covered yeah, yeah, yeah. now. and raving and screaming and and hitting things with a sledgehammer um, and the tile falling off. And the ba- I mean, the, uh, to be honest, the shower wasn't prepped correctly. As you see, the tile falling off behind it wasn't done right. The pictures of the before, he broke it. The tile was cut crooked. It wasn't grouted correctly. I mean, nothing on that was done. What I would consider even poor standards even wow. poor. Wow, okay. Hey,
0: I okay. appreciate that. Yeah, comments. it was a bad. Right, well, that's right, one man's opinion. I'm going to say that. <laughs> hey, Chris, thank you. Uh, I don't know anything about the other party mentioned. <laughs> Guy look just fine to me. <laughs> well, Not something right. was it. Hey, hey, hey. Guy looked just fine to me. Okay. I'm willing. I'm agreeing to take the L on they getting massaged naked because apparently mm-hmm. everybody does, but everybody here on the show. Is that right? Yeah. Wow. Lunchbox. Did you ask outside the show or something? Well, I'm just getting so many messages from the show, oh, the PR listeners. And then my friend Matt Jones texted me and was like, dude, you don't get massaged naked? And I was like, no, what? I don't. So I'm willing to accept the loss here. Okay. I... I'm lunchboxy, having trouble with you, you get I'm, the W. I'll take tell you, the L. It feels good for everybody to
4: call me gross, and then it turns out you guys are the gross ones.
0: No. No, I don't think we're gross. I just don't feel comfortable getting naked for a massage. I don't want their I, – I just, it's just not for me. But for us to go, oh, we take the loss, yeah. team. We, yeah. We're, we're wrong. yeah, you're
5: in the minority. I wonder what the masseuse wants. And
0: I think it may depend on the person. <laughs>
5: <laughs> okay, I just feel like they would want our clothes on. Maybe.
0: I, I think. Because they never know what they're going to get. You I know what I'm saying? I think with us, the, us dudes here, <laughs> they probably want to. They see us and go, let this be an underwear. Please. Please. Let <laughs> this be an underwear guy. For sure. It's tough to cover a really classic song, but that's what happened here. This is Jolene from Dolly Parton. Oh. But not by Dolly Parton. Let's listen. See if you like this version. Go ahead.
1: Jolene. Jolene. Jolene, Jolene I'm Bane of you Please don't take my man Jolene, Jolene, Jolene Jolene Please don't take him Just because you can You could have your choice of me But I can never love again He's the only one for me Jolene I had with you, my happiness depends on you, whatever you decide to do, Jolene 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 Jolene, Jolene Amy?
0: I thumbs up You do? I just don't feel like he's trying that hard Yeah, is he singing? I feel like he's just talking Jolene, Jolene, <laughs> Jolene <laughs> Alright, we're gonna do a cover, hop on up here to the mic Alright, All right, I'm gonna pick up, uh, <laughs> give me the paper here I'll do Jolene, i right, hit that music Jolene, Jolene Jolene, <laughs> Jolene I don't feel like it's there. And even the part where it's like, you know, I just don't take my man, Jolene. I I just, there's nothing to it. Yeah, I'm with you on that. So I'm going to go thumbs down. You?
5: I mean, I feel like I I know that voice from somewhere, so whatever I'm about to say is not good because it it may be someone that we know. But yeah, I'm with you. It sounds like he's at Six Flags and he sees that recording booth, you know, where you can go in there and pay $30 to get on a song. Thumbs down. So, who do you think it is, though, now that we've gone thumbs
0: up and two thumbs downs? I don't know. Here, listen again. Now, listen for the artist.
1: Who do you think that is?
2: Is it Sam Hunt?
0: No. No, Sam would actually sing it. Yeah, yeah.
2: I don't. I feel like I hear effort here. I, I'm not. You hear hearing, effort in this? I'm not Jolene, hearing. Jolene, Jolene, Jolene. Jolene. I'm hearing like that's just his vibe of like chill. Yeah,
0: well it shouldn't be his vibe.
5: Is it okay. Russell Dickerson? <laughs>
0: no. <laughs> no. Cause, cause Russell's really good. Yes. Yeah. No, it's uh, Lil Nas X.
1: Oh go. my gosh! Horse
0: there it is. Yeah. There. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> the that's him. I just feel like he's not trying. He can sing. It, don't you new, feel
2: like that's his vibe right here with this? But like I feel a, like with da, 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 this song, you got
0: to push it a little bit. Yeah. This is not that song. Mm-hmm. This is, like, there's a sadness to Jolene. Mm. More powerful. Even if it's not powerful, like, evokes an emotion. But it
5: does kind of sound sad. So sad that he can't sing, you know what I mean? Yeah, well, <laughs> if it's, you're that
0: sad, don't <laughs> sing. <laughs> oh, okay, well. So most people liked it, though. I mean, whenever I, I looked online, he got a pretty positive oh. response. I just felt like, it for me, it, there wasn't enough push there. Uh, Yesterday we talked about Harry Potter. Me, Eddie, Lunchbox, we watched that movie for the first time. We'd never seen it. We reviewed it. Although you two failed the quiz to prove that you even watched it. Even though I did watch it. So since they failed the quiz, they have to watch the second one now. And you claim that Morgan spoiled the movie for you. Correct. Now don't say what she said.
5: Yeah, it's hard to kind of explain what happened without... Spoiling it because I all I was saying was I'm actually looking forward to watching. I might watch the whole series because I liked the first movie so much. But I said, there's a part that, man, I'm just shocked. And she says, oh, well, don't be because that changes. Oh, ah, what? Morgan, will
0: you acknowledge you spoiled the movie, Freddie?
2: Yes, accidentally. <laughs> oh, no. Not, bro, me. I, I mean, it really wasn't a big part. Like, there's so much more to the movies that this wasn't. This is very small. But I did, because truth be told, like, during the trivia, I was like, he's not going to pay attention anyway. It doesn't really matter. And so I just made a comment. And then he was like, wait, what? And I was like, oh, I just spoiled that. So not intentionally, <laughs> I did. But we should
0: have, not with this one, we should punishment? have some sort of punishment Yeah, when somebody spoils a show or a movie.
5: I mean, I liked all the punishments we thought of for Mike D, you know? Like, so whatever we didn't use, we can do for anyone else.
0: Well, we just need a general one. Oh. Because some of you guys just love to rip out the end of a movie I or the end of a TV series. No, you do it more than anybody. Rarely, than Amy. no,
2: Rarely. I have not done it in forever. You guys, are, is there no redemption?
0: Mm-mm. <laughs> There's no you, forgiveness. You ruined Amy. the whole Avengers movie for me. Like it just came out and you watched it and you well, went,
2: "That was unfortunate," yeah. and that was years ago.
0: I can't let go of it. Like. Um, are you, so you guys have two weeks to watch that second one? Yeah. Have you started? Mm-hmm. No. Okay. No no no, 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 no chance. I had too much the other day before. Will you start, I don't know, a week out? Maybe. No, no, probably not. Maybe I this weekend. <laughs> Travis Tritt selling his truck. Would it be cool to own a Travis Tritt truck? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just for the alliteration alone. <laughs> totally. The Travis Tritt truck. T-T-T. But there's nothing about it that says Travis Tritt. Oh.
2: No, but I mean, it was his personal truck. It's not just a truck that like he had in his garage or was given to him, like, he drove it every day.
5: Hey, think, you're driving, right, with a friend, and you're like, hey, you know where you're sitting right now? What? Where? Drives Tritt's truck. Yeah. And then you tell them, they're like, really?
0: It's a cool conversation starter. It's a 2006 Ford F-250. It's a King Ranch 48 Fancy. Okay. Perfect condition inside and out. Looks and smells like a brand new truck, they say. Mm. It says uh, he would drive it to the country club. Because he's a member okay. of the country club. <laughs> he doesn't really say that. Mm-mm. But does he still block me on Twitter? Check. The weirdest blocking for me ever because I love Travis Tritt. Like, I grew up, I, don't, I didn't even do anything and he blocked me. I think one time he insulted Luke Bryan, so I stuck up for Luke Bryan. I think maybe that's what it was. Maybe. It was something like that. And then he blocked me. And then he blocked all of us. He blocked me? Well, <laughs> we may be back. The, are you looking, at he? Yeah, I'm trying to look. I can't. And then he was going to come in and do the show, and then last minute he canceled. Huh. I don't know what's going on over here. I can't get to his profile, so I guess I I'm still what. blocked. Just so I can get in good graces, I'm by the truck. There we go. And we'll drive to the country club. Right, so I get to go to his house. <laughs> uh, let's grab a couple calls here. Let's go over to Mitch in North Carolina. We were talking about this guy earlier who he had done some work in a bathroom. He said she didn't pay her whole bill, so he went and he demolished the entire bathroom he had been like building as a contractor. Uh, Mitch, what do you want to say?
3: Studio, what's up? Um, so I am, I'm a contractor myself, and I certainly don't agree with his actions of just destroying it, but one thing we always want to remember is that there's two sides to every situation when it comes to contractor and client, and we don't know what circumstances he was dealing with or how long it was going on, and then... Also, don't want to jump to the conclusion of everybody assuming that you know he was on drugs or just having a bad day because the likelihood is based on experience. You're dealing with you often deal with this across multiple projects that' going on, and he's owed five to fifteen thousand dollars each of those projects. That can take a toll on the individual if they're not you know financially equipped to deal with those, you know, lulls in business, and, I mean, it could have just reached a breaking point, so it's never just one thing or one bad day, it's accumulation of things, and, you know, again, don't agree with the destroying of it, because obviously that, you know, just puts him in a bad light, and other contractors in a bad light, but uh, it's never just one thing that triggered him, and it might not, it very well likely wasn't just this one project.
0: I'm standing by he had a bad day. <laughs> You don't do that unless you're just having a bad day or a bad week or something's going on. Um, You know, we only know what we read, and she showed the receipts. We heard the clip. The other caller said something about drugs. I stayed away from that. (laughs) I was like, keep me out of that conversation. That was his
2: assumption. But Let's play the
0: clip again. He was angry. She says she paid half the bill and that she wanted to make sure it worked before she paid the second half of the bill. And he went in and did this right here.
3: Uh, We put...
2: Weeks into
5: this. Thousands of dollars into this.
1: I do understand. I,
0: sir. sir to me, it's just not a good business decision to do that either. <laughs> yeah,
2: no, he's Because you're for
0: sure not getting the rest of the money back. Yeah. And you're probably going to lose the first amount of money she paid. Yes. Mm. Sounds like a bad day. He's yeah, bad day. That's not the-
2: thinking logically.
0: I do want to bring this up because I got a note a few days ago saying, Hey, would you want to jump out of an airplane with the Army Rangers... I think the Rangers skydive team and I said I do I don't I'm d- I, that adrenaline stuff I don't have a whole TV show about that I'm tired I'm tired of being scared so then they moved to Amy and they said Amy do you want to skydive and you said
2: um, I will pass I have skydived before I checked that off my yeah. bucket list and. I don't have the desire to do it again.
0: And if there was somebody to skydive with, it would be these guys.
2: For sure, 100%. Because they are
0: probably the best in the whole world at yeah, it. Yeah, they are. So, and I, I thought that was it. It was over. Well, I get a message from Eddie going, my wife's going to kill me. I just agreed to skydive. Yeah. yeah. I was like, good,
5: somebody's doing it. That's they came great. to me and I was like, I've never skydived in my life. I, this is something I've
0: always wanted to do. So, yes. And so,
2: so just to clarify, it's the U.S. Army Golden Knights. Okay, I want to give you. proper credit. Okay.
0: And then Lunchbox nice. hits me up and goes, uh, is the company trying to kill me? <laughs> They just asked me to go skydiving. So I guess they're trying to get people to skydive. I guess the, the, these Golden Knights want to take somebody up and show off. Yeah. You know, just how cool and how safe it is. But Lunchbox, you're doing it as well.
4: Well, yeah. So the boss came to me, one of our bosses, the suits. He pulls me aside. And he's like, hey, man, we got this deal with the Golden Knights or whatever, and they want and they, we need you to skydive with them. We're going to, you know, send we you up. We need
0: you to. They didn't ask you. They just yeah, we need and I'm you like,
4: I'm like. <laughs> Dude, if you want to fire me, just fire me. You don't have to send me up to an airplane and try to kill me to get rid of me. So I felt a little uneasy about it, but I was like, man, you know, if the team needs me to step up, I guess I got to step up. And so I agreed to do it, but I was just like, I hope he ain't trying to get rid of me. Well, then...
0: He's trying to kill the whole show, then.
4: Right. Well, yeah. I didn't know everybody else got asked. I just got pulled aside in the hallway and he's like, hey, man, can I talk to you for a minute? We're doing
0: this thing with no parachutes. <laughs> yeah. We j-
4: he's like, we're free falling from the sky. And I was like, and he was like, I, I think he'd be perfect for it. And I was like, okay.
0: I think it'll be awesome for you, Eddie, because you've never done this
5: before. Never done it. And I've always wanted to, just never really thought. I never, honestly, my thinking was like, I don't really want to pay $200 to fall from a plane.
2: But you get a cool video.
5: <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, that's extra.
4: <laughs> you have to pay. Yeah, it's an add-on. <laughs> it's I be bet you they give you that video. <laughs> okay, for free. Eyes.
0: I always <laughs> wanted to go and fly. Because I would see artists or athletes, they're allowed to go up in these big jets and they ride in that little second they're like in a fighter jet oh like jet. a fighter
2: jet yeah and
0: they're like it shows them getting oh, in and Bobby, they have a suit you cool. on. you
2: would throw up no oh, let's yes go you would you get so car sick
5: you can't even
0: ride a passenger in a car <laughs> you
5: would <laughs> you, you would, would vomit jet. everywhere if there's
0: anybody out there that, that has some connections <laughs> to a fighter jet I would do it just for the Instagram picture and then I would go up
2: I think I can handle it I don't know that you can I just really don't think that you can Oh, Eddie's right. You can't even ride shotgun no, in no, a car. No, no,
0: no. Like, Don't it, judge me because sometimes I get car sick in an elevator. And they're not
5: going to stop for you either.
2: Don't you get car sick like in your bed reading?
0: Sometimes. It just depends. <laughs> but You're, I would, I would do would You told me that. the
5: other day it was like I can't even move in anything without getting sick.
0: Let me—is Am I free to express emotion? Yes, yeah. sir. Go ahead. I've been lucky enough in the last few years of my career to be able to do a lot of cool things. It's weird. Because now people just go, hey, you want to do something cool? We'd love for you to do it. And I'm like, I even, okay, sure. Sometimes I don't even want to do it, but it's so cool I can't turn it down. And I've also been able to do a lot of, like, really intense adrenaline stuff. I don't like adventure. I don't like adrenaline. Yet I've done Bear Girls twice and a whole season of Breaking Bobby Bones. Not my vibe <laughs> at all. <laughs> but you did it. But I did it. And so most of that stuff I don't want to do. The one thing I would do is get in one of those planes, <laughs> get suited up. Okay.
3: <laughs>
1: Open up
0: that glass lid. No, you're not opening that. Oh. I would, no, I'd open it up. <laughs> now get in there. And there we go. All right, we're ready to go and uh, ready to do this in three, two, one. And then Doof would shoot me off. <laughs> and then you know what? I, I'd shoot missiles at things too. And uh, I'd want to take no. control of the missiles. No. Really?
2: <laughs> what? Okay.
0: And then I would go game. barrel roll and I'd roll us.
5: So now you want to go to war? <laughs> That's what you're saying. You want to go to war?
2: No, oh, I feel like Bobby would be
0: like eject me. <laughs> get me <laughs> out of here. Me now. <laughs> uh, I would do that though good luck because right. you're up there with the best the safest of the safe mm-hmm. right yeah you think I would throw up and it would just be one big goof <laughs> and, <laughs> and you can't even see the out one. the window because it's all full of puke <laughs> I think Marin Morris did that yeah oh
3: she did, she did that's right yeah
0: but I do have a weak tummy <laughs> but I would do that I don't want to skydive I've skydived before whatever But I would do the jet thing, because I think that would be pretty cool. Is
5: skydiving fun? Like, do you remember it being fun?
0: Yes. I hated it. I hated going up in that little plane. But again, I'm not getting to go up with the Golden Knights. Yeah, Yeah. Army Golden Knights. That's the safest, coolest thing ever. We went up in some little plane that I didn't know if the propellers were going to fly off halfway through. It was sketchy. You go, and you're basically flying straight up, (laughs) and then you just fall out, and and you're scared to go out, and they don't let you hold the sides because they know you won't let go. So I had to cross my hands because I was scared the whole time. And we went out first and I had a female person attached to me. She was, but she was like five, two. And so she was like doing back flips out because she was showing me, watch this. I know I'm little, but I'm going to show you what's up. And I was like, what's happening here? (laughs) You flipped? Oh, many times out of it. That's not good. And then we started falling and it just feels like your head's out the window of a car, right?
2: Like you can't breathe almost and the air's so cold and you're kinda like
0: But it's not like you're losing your stomach.
2: Yeah, no. Okay. You're,
0: you're not it's not like you go down a big hill or a roller coaster. So you don't really? You feel
2: like you're dropping. But
0: the worst is when they pull that chute. Because it grabs your and Dude. just sucks oh. you and then it jerks you up in the air. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know that part the lunchbox gets lets the masseuse see? Yes. That part gets jerked up pretty hard. Okay. And then you're floating down, and that's the worst, worst part. Because you're just <gasps> oh, waiting? Oh, no, I liked that no, part. No, because if there's a hole in your chute, you're just going to trump. That's it. You well, there's not going to be a hole in you the chute. You never shoot.
2: know. Oh, Eddie, I think you'll like the views. That part was fun to me.
5: Okay.
0: How Go. long are you actually dropping? I, I, I don't know. To me, it felt like infinity. <laughs>
5: so a long mm-hmm. time you're just dropping? When I got
0: to the ground, I kissed the ground. I was like, I'm glad this is over. Wow. But, I'm, but anyway, have fun, guys. Okay,
5: thank you. Have fun.
0: <laughs> uh, you guys can call us if you want. 877-77-BOBBY. Mike D's pulled up the picture of Maren Morris and all of her gear as she did this fighter jet thing. Did she throw up? I don't know. Probably not. You probably ask her. She's in a Thunderbird.
2: Maybe you could take some Dramamine. Does that help? That's
0: for Well, boats. Dramamine makes me go to sleep. So I would take it. i take some Dramamine. And I'm like, all right, guys. Pass out. <laughs> I look back. I'm just asleep in the Thunderbird. Bobby Bone Show.
4: Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes with us from Yakima, Washington. 911 got a call. Hey, there's a car sinking in the Yakima River. Hurry, hurry. They send crews out there and there is a car submerged in the water. And they talk to the owner. He's like, Oh, I needed to fill my radiator with water. So I tried to drive it and fill it with water from no. the river and oh, stop no. it.
0: I swear. Did it work? <laughs> I couldn't get the car out of the river. <laughs> I wonder if that would work at some level, though. Like if you were able to get in the water just at a certain depth. I bet the radiator got full of water, but so did the rest of the car. So did
4: the seats. Right.
1: yes.
0: So the glove box?
1: Yeah. All
0: right. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. Imagine you're on an airplane and you have a medical emergency. I mean, if it were me, I feel like it'd be one of these flights that I'm on where there's like four people on it because I had to get a buck racket on and nobody can save me. Oh, yeah. That's like my worst nightmare. And there's nobody there. Like, is there a doctor? No. There's nobody on there. Yeah. Because some of those flights you get on early... You're like, how do they even make money on this flight because there's nobody on it?
2: Oh, I figure, I think I found out. It's that they have to get
0: the plane, get the plane there else. anyway, yeah. um, so
2: it's either going empty or full. Makes so sense. Yeah.
0: That's what I feel would happen to me. <laughs> yeah. However, that's not what happened to this guy. Uh, a group of off-duty Massachusetts firefighters were flying to Colorado to visit the fallen firefighter memorial when they saved a stranger's life. Oh, my. The seven men were alerted to a passenger experiencing a possible seizure. They all jumped. They CPR, AED, gave him an IV, they had everything. Wow. It's great. Here's a clip. As soon as we recognized that there was a problem, it just, our training kicked in. I mean, we do this stuff all over the place in all different kinds of settings. Never thought I'd be doing it in an aer- in an airplane up above. That's from WHDH. So awesome they were able to do this. I just feel like I'd have Frank, an accountant, go, man, I can't do anything for you. You want some of my Cheez-Its? You'd want to be on a flight with, like, a doctor's going
5: to a convention or something, right? Yeah, right. You
0: you try to to route out where all the doctor's (laughs) conventions are. Or Lunchbox, he signs up to be a doctor sometimes on those things. But he's not. Well, he'll write when it says doctor... you yeah, it says suffix, and you have
4: a chance to write doctor, and I t- guarantee you, you get treated nicer by the flight attendants when they see doctor by your name. But they don't nobody know. sees that. Oh, they absolutely. Don't. They have a whole list of names of people
0: on the airplane, but and it n- says Dr. Box.
2: Okay. Well,
0: <laughs> also, and that's not your real name. Secondly... They go, okay, is there a doctor? Then all the heads turn to him. Yeah, yeah, they know.
2: They look at the manifest and they're like, oh. oh. Well, we,
0: have, we have a doctor here. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, I'm sorry, I'm a proctologist. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, I think he said he'll go with like PhD. Yeah,
0: PhD of history.
2: Mm-hmm. So he's not lying.
0: Because oh. one time they did call for doctors <laughs> but, on the plane. But I but thought I was lying. asleep.
2: <laughs> but that is I, lying. I know, it's like his way. You though. stay
0: asleep. They're, they're nudging <laughs> yep. you. Yeah. You guys have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow on the Bobby Bone Show. Bye, everybody.
1: Bobby Bone, come on.